Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I am Ashley. And we're going to talk about a new film starring Sebastian Stan and Denise Goff. It's called Monday. And Ashley's going to tell us about it. So Monday is set in Greece, um, where there we have we follow two Americans, uh, Chloe and Mickey. Uh, Mickey's like a DJ, and he does other music. He like writes jingles. Um, she has some kind of important job. I can't remember exactly what her. She's like a, uh, something to do with criminal justice or something. Some sort of law, law attorney. Yeah, thing. it's something legal. Yeah. yeah, and they meet one night at like a big rave up <laughs> and. Um, I mean, like the second they meet, they're like all over each other. And then the next morning they're like nude on the beach together. Um, and passionately in love, we're supposed to believe. And she's supposed to be leaving, um, Greece to go to Chicago to a new job, but she decides, or he convinces her and she decides to stay there. Um, and yeah, have a relationship. And it seems, at least to me, it seems doomed from the beginning. And the movie kind of follows um, the downward spiral of their relationship. Um, I don't know. What did you think of it? So this movie is interesting. Um, it doesn't work, at least <laughs> not for me. But it's, it's interesting. Um, it's very sexual. Uh, more so than a lot of... Movies are, I think, these days. Um, but it's weird. It's some of the most unsexy sexiness that I've ever seen. Um, I mean, they have, they copulate a lot in this <laughs> film. Uh, and it's weird though. It, you, you see it in kind of, in, in brief snatches. I mean, it, it, it's not, it doesn't dwell on, on them getting together. You just kind of start to see them get together and then, and then it cuts to, you know, the next day or later on or a different scene. Um, they're both in their 30s. You know, Sebastian Stan is in his mid-30s. Uh, Denise Goff is a few years older. Um, and the characters they play are, are kind of pegged at that similar age range. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. I, you know, I mean, we're reviewing movies, right? So we're coming at these with a, um, a critical eye. Um, that said, it's difficult for me to talk about this movie without any kind of judgment. And what I mean by that is, you know, th- this movie reminded me a little bit of my own life, or at least observations of people around me, and maybe a little bit of my own self. But that's back when I'm in my late teens and early 20s. Mm-hmm. And this is where the judgment comes in. I'm sort of like, you know, looking at my life that way. And then, you know, because I used to DJ, and I used to spend time at clubs and, you know, I knew people who were like these folks and stuff. Um, and then the thing is, though, like these people in their mid to late 30s. And I, I just feel like, you know, by this point in their lives, they should have a little bit more together. Mm. And again, that's very judgmental. But um, I, I guess I wasn't sure what this movie was ultimately about. And what I mean by that is, you know, it was this movie just wanting you to just kind of dip in on, you know, however long it was, a few weeks or months or whatever of this couple's relationship, as, as tumultuous as it as it was? 
or was it were you supposed to do that and also what was the movie itself casting any kind of judgment or was it sympathetic to them i mean certainly there's a you know we won't do spoilers but there's a scene in the middle of the movie that makes you you know you can't help but sympathize i think with the chloe character but yeah they there's not a lot of growth with these characters if any mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, the movie's also pretty repetitive um it it's you know the it's the two of them you know having sex cut to them like not getting along cut to them having sex again cut to some other kind of misadventures that they're having back to them having sex it's just and again there's not hardly any growth it's a, it's a it's a it's an interesting movie yeah so i i feel like these characters are are kind of at a loss they're they're both um, kind of desperately, I think, needing someone else. And they kind of find each other, and they're not the right ones for each other. But they're just trying to fill this, fill this void. That's how I kind of... That's how I kind of understood the relationship. Unfortunately, I mean, I think these are both really good actors. Um, but the characters just, to me, weren't developed enough so that I could care about them very much or, or feel empathy for them. Cause I too was kind of sitting in judgment of them the whole time and just wishing that, um, there was a, a better script for these two actors. Um, I don't know. You, yeah, you're right. They, they do have sex a lot and it's rather explicit for, you know, a movie these days. Well, you see full frontal on both for both of them. <laughs> yes. Um, but it is kind of soulless and, and that kind of, I think, um, lends credence to this idea that they're both kind of, kind of desperate, and this is, this is just all about kind of filling a, a need that they have, but it's it's not really a satisfying fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sad movie too. It is. I sad. mean, the characters yeah. are sad. Yeah. I mean, th- there's at least one or two scenes where they they have like a party, you know, and you know, th- so. They try and bring a couple of people together, and those people snipe at each other. (laughs) And one of the characters is passed out on a bed, drunk, and he's he's defecated in his shorts. Mm -hmm. And I'm just watching this like this is just so nothing about this is is good. I mean, and again, again, that's why I was like, so what are we, you know? What is this takeaway? What are we supposed to? Why why does this movie exist? What you know? Yeah, it does all kind of seem pointless. Um, that that party was interesting because it's it's kind of a metaphor for this relationship and for the movie. I mean, it just it doesn't neither one works, and his his friends are like just these, you know, the worst kind of. Um, frat boy hooligans but they're in their 30s and 40s again they seem to be kind of stunted in their growth Mm -hmm. and her friends are all kind of um snooty and um judgmental and and, and yeah both sides do not mix well and that kind of i don't know 
it's, yeah, it's a metaphor for their relationship. Um, I don't know, kind of an obvious metaphor, but I thought it was actually one of the better parts of the movie. I was, I was most interested in that party. <laughs> yeah. Cringeworthy, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and I said before, like this movie is very sexual and you know, what I found interesting was, you know, so Sebastian Stan is in this and he's probably, you know, he was in, you know, I, Tanya and mm-hmm. several of the MCU films as a, as a winter soldier. Mm-hmm. And he, He's a, he's a handsome man. And sometimes in some of the, you know, um, some of the, the superhero suits he's in, I mean, he's very, he cuts a good figure. <laughs> so you would think like, oh, wow, we get to see a lot of him in this. <laughs> Except, you know, it's, to me, it's weird. I think sometimes what makes somebody particularly attractive is maybe the fact that they're clothed. Mm-hmm. And you know what you're left with is like oh your imagination like you know what do they what do they look like underneath mm-hmm. and or the clothes themselves look really good on this person they they're, they're well put together mm-hmm. and this movie kind of to me kind of bolsters that because once you see somebody and there's nothing left of the imagination that's I don't know it's yeah well and, and it's the fact that it's just so joyless in most mm-hmm. instances I mean if they were having you know, if there was joy or fun involved or something, it would maybe would have come across a little a little better. But yeah, it just it just didn't. Um, I, I did. So we mentioned that it's set in Greece. I did like um, some of the things I did like was some. Of, it was a different setting. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see Athens. I think a lot of, a lot of it was set in Athens, and we get to see the beaches. And it was it was it was kind of a nice, you know, nice looking film sometimes. I would agree. It, it is. I was going to say that's one one big thing I liked about it is the cinematography. I mean, it's well photographed. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Heristos Karamanis is the cinematographer. Uh, it was written um, by Rob Hayes, and then I'm going to mangle his name, mm-hmm. but uh, Argyris Papa Dimitropoulos, something <laughs> like that. Uh, he's also the director. Um, ah, yeah. It. It's. I don't know. This could have been a better movie, but you, you, I mean, you already talked about the things that it's missing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If there had only been some insight and some, some empathy developed, I would have, I think I would have engaged with the movie more, but as it is, I felt like it was kind of a downer. Yeah. We rented this on streaming and I'm mm-hmm. so glad we did because, you know, we, we were, thinking about driving two hours to Indianapolis to watch this at a uh, art cinema there. And man, I mean, we weren't, we weren't too far into it. And I was like, I am so glad we did not make a special trip for this film. Yeah. Um, what do you give it out of 10? I'm going to give it a 4.5. Yeah, I'll give it that as well. Uh, it's on the tomato meter. Now the critic score is a rotten 49% on the tomato meter audience score, 76%. That's surprising to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know who's liking this movie. Um, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. It is. That's Monday. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.